Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. I'm Richard Randall. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker. She is the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb, in the last segment, we talked about how it's a seller's market out there, which means in many cases, the home sellers get to choose from multiple offers. There's a low number of available homes on the market. But you have said before that buyers are still quite picky and will pay do top dollar for the best homes. What are some of the top things a home seller can do or must do, I should say, before putting their Colorado Springs area home up for sale? The traditional ways of selling homes have become increasingly less and less effective in today's market. And the, the number one mistake is, first of all, getting a destination. I, I think most of the public kind of knows it's, it's more of a seller's market. It's a hot real estate market. And many of them come to me with fear, like, oh, my God, I have to have a destination first because I don't want to be homeless. So you want to do that first. Have a destination in mind and actually, um, you know, get, get your home prepared for sale because, Buyers will eliminate homes online um, and you'll never know who that is. It could be thousands of people just swiping left because they don't like what they see. Uh, I was talking with a home seller last night that put her home up on a website for sale by owner and she didn't, it was obvious she didn't get any kind of guidance on how to make it look good. So it's it, it just buyers won't even look at a home if it's really cluttered. She goes, well, that's the way we live. I'm like, I get it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's not the way you put a home on the market. So you want to make sure you prepare your home for sale looking through the buyer's eyes because the buyer's eyes are online and you have no idea why they're eliminating your home. Um, but we have a whole team in place and what our job is, is to make sure that we get your home prepared for sale and prepared for pictures because that's step one. That's the first line of defense of getting people to want to come and see your home and hopefully make an offer. And of course, you know, some of the basics, things like neutrals always work, decluttering, go ahead and get a storage shed. You can get a storage shed for like a dollar for a month and you'd only need maybe a month or two to store your stuff probably less than that because most homes are selling pretty quickly um, you want to make sure you you tuck stuff away so that it looks like a model home and that's one of the one of the things that we absolutely do for our clients plus we just added a moving van to our company so anybody that works with us gets our moving van to use locally for free it's a really great professional van with a ramp and and you can use that to take your stuff to storage so probably the biggest mistake I see home sellers make is overpricing. Um, obviously most home sellers want top, top dollar, the number, the most amount of money they can get for their home. And you will get top dollar if you don't overprice. I know that seems kind of counterintuitive, but what happens if a home seller prices their home too high for quote negotiating room, the buyers either A, won't look at it because they're realizing that we're in a hot market right now and a lot of times they're having to compete. I have seen bidding wars in the mid, mid to upper 600,000s. I just had a bidding war last summer in a $1.2 million sale. So they know they're going to be up against competition for the primo homes. And if you overprice for negotiating room, the buyers may not go there. 
Um, plus, they can see other homes around you that are available for sale. They may not necessarily look at similar sales, but they're looking at what's available in their price range. And if you don't stack up against those, your home will sit on the market for days and days and days. The longer it sits on the market, the less attractive it is to buyers because the assumption is either A, their price too high, or B, there's something wrong with the home. So you don't want to be rejected for some weird emotional idea. The best thing to do is give yourself more options, meaning if you price it realistically, you're going to be looking at, in most cases, multiple offers, and then you've got the option of picking the best offer. How cool is that? That is the strongest negotiating position to be in when you're a home seller, not just hoping somebody will please make me an offer. That's not the best situation. So when you sell a home, you want to make sure you work with somebody who does sell a lot of homes in this market, knows the market trends, knows the market values, and make sure that we command you top dollar. And we also offer a free in-home consultation. We'll, do, we'll help you figure out what to do, what not to do to get your house ready for sale so you command top dollar, give you an idea on what your home will sell for in this market, go over all your various closing costs, and show you how much you'll put in your pocket when it sells. All you have to do is give us a call at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Richard Randall and Barb Schlinker, of course. She is The Real Estate Voice, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're interested in selling or in buying, call Barb at 719-301-3900. We're talking with Barb about the seven top home seller mistakes that home sellers should know before they put their homes up for sale. Barb, what are some of the other mistakes well, one of them is not being prepared to buy their next home. So th there are a lot of different ways to make that transition. And it's very scary for most people. First of all, they don't want to move twice. Second of all, they don't want to be homeless. Um, and because once you do commit to selling your house, there really are very few outs for a home seller. It could fall apart over by it's really all the buyer driving it the buyer can walk away for eight different things they don't like the inspection they don't like title work they don't like the HOA they don't like uh, their loan you know or they they're not satisfied with the inspection repairs or the appraisal so the buyers have a long laundry list of ways to go ah, I'm gonna walk away no harm no foul sellers only have two one of them is if you don't reach agreement on the inspection and the other is if it doesn't appraise. And in both cases, if the buyer doesn't withdraw their objection. So I just had that happen where, first of all, the buyer said, okay, it didn't appraise for 20000 uh, It appraised for 20000 less than the contract price. So that gives the seller an out. But then they turned around and said, we're withdrawing that objection. We're going to move on and buy this home and come up with a difference in cash. So that does not give a seller an out. So it's all in the buyer's control. So there are different ways to prepare to buy your next home. You can either, if you qualify for both homes, like let's say I have, I have one client right now that has a, their, their home is fully paid for. And what they want to do is they want to move in their time frame, go buy their next house first, 
and then sell their home. Now that's the best position to be in because you're not in a big stressor to move to your next home. That's a really great situation, but not everybody can afford that or they need to pull their equity out of their current home to buy their next home. And there are actually some lenders that will do that. They'll give you like a home equity line of credit for a down payment. They can do what's called a recast. So what happens is you use the down payment funds to buy your next home. You then go back and sell your existing home and you take the rest of the net proceeds out of it then and you can put it down on your current loan, readjust the payment, it's called a recast, without refinancing. That's a real special thing and I've got lenders that can help you do that. And you know, most people need a destination. I just helped Dan and Edie do it and that's exactly what they did. They pulled a home equity line of credit for their down payment. They bought their brand new home. Then we went around and sold their house after. They pulled that money out after and then put it down on their new loan without refinancing. It was a really, it's a really cool, slick way to do things. Um, the other thing is selling your home too hard during showings. So. There are no real rules about showing a house. Um, it's your home. You don't have to leave for showings. It's totally up to you. However, there's this, I don't know, I guess norm and standard in the industry that the home sellers probably should be out of the home during showings, okay? That's what agents are used to. And if that's what they think, that's fine. But at the end of the day, it's your house. You don't have to do it. But if, if a buyer is coming while you're home, there's going to be some introduction conversation that takes place. And you, you want to make sure that that conversation doesn't disclose your motivation for selling and also doesn't, you know, uh, you don't promise to give away things that you don't really plan to give away. And recently I had a couple of agents get in this one seller's face because she was there. She goes, I'm a homebody. I'm not going anywhere. This is my house, which is fine. And the one agent came up to her and she goes, she goes, you're not supposed to be here. I have a fiduciary obligation to my buyers. <laughs> so she goes, well, okay. She goes, well, I'm here. So if you have any questions, you can ask me questions. Otherwise I'll stay out of your way. And then same seller, another agent came up to her and said, didn't your agent school you on how this is supposed to work? <laughs> and by then the seller caught on. She goes, hey, last I checked, I still own the house. And then he got real quiet. So it's not ideal, but it's okay. If they have questions, it's okay to ask questions about the house, but if don't give away stuff. So make sure that if you plan to include things that we've already established that in writing, up front. Richard? When we come back, we're going to be discussing 10 critical questions to ask before you even hire a real estate agent. You know the only agent I would recommend that is Barb Schlinker. We'll continue along these lines when we come back on 740 KVO. KVOR.